Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM Podcast Radio. Vinyl Vibrations is musical exploration into sounds and grooves from artists that produce their works on vinyl records. Vinyl records, in commercial form, date back to 1948 with the first 12-inch LPs, followed in 1958 with the first stereo LP. The 1960s was the golden age of vinyl, but even today, many artists still choose to produce on vinyl records. Many music recording formats have come and gone. Today's world is the music cloud. In early century, we had music downloads and peer-to-peer music sharing. Going back to the 1980s, there were the music CDs. If you were around in the 60s and 70s, you experienced the music on the 8-track tape and reel-to-reel tape and cassette tape formats. Some of those old formats have lost their playability, but the vinyl LP has stood the test of time. Vinyl is durable and delivers stunning sound 60, 70, 80 years from their production. Vinyl records capture a rich period in pop, rock, jazz, and classical music history. In each show, I explore a topic in the artist's music that makes their work unique and timeless. I'm your host, Brian Frederick, here on Vinyl Vibrations. Today's show features Dave Brubeck, an American jazz pianist and composer. He lived between 1920 and 2012. Dave Brubeck's music is often referred to as cool West Coast jazz. It's jazz instrumental genre. Brubeck's work is characterized by unusual time signatures and superimposing contrasting rhythms and meters. One example of unusual time signature is Take Five. It's the biggest selling single in jazz history. It's a Paul Desmond composition done in five time, which sounds like this. Dave Brubeck was born in rural Concord, California. His father was a cattle rancher and his mother was a classically trained pianist. She had studied in England and intended to become a classical pianist. Brubeck had two brothers, also on a musical track, so Brubeck decided to take lessons from his mother. The story goes that Brubeck did not learn how to read music then, and evidently he faked his way in the early years. Brubeck attended College of the Pacific in Stockton, California to study veterinary science. That makes sense, his father being a cattle rancher, but It turned out his mind was elsewhere, so in year two, he switched his major to music. One of his professors discovered he could not sight read. He was nearly expelled from college. Other students defended Brubeck based on his skills at writing counterpoint and his improv skill. Brubeck graduated at age 21. It was 1942 and World War II was underway. He was conscripted into the U.S. Army and assigned to an Army band at Camp Han in Riverside, California. He remained at this camp training on sharpshooter rifle 
until 1944 when he was shipped to Europe, arriving three months after D-Day. Just before his unit was to go into Battle of the Bulge, his musical talent was discovered during a Red Cross visit. They were looking for a volunteer to play piano. He volunteered and was well received. Luckily, his colonel saw this and said that soldier should never go to the front and protected his talented piano player, Brubeck. Music probably saved Brubeck's life. He was pulled out of his army unit and ordered to put together an army jazz band. He became the leader of the group called the Wolfpack, one of the first racially integrated units in the U.S. Army. The band grew to 18 members, and Private First Class Brubeck toured behind the front lines in France, Belgium, and Germany spending almost two years entertaining frontline soldiers of the Allied troops in Europe. World War II shaped the person Dave Brubeck became. At age 25, he was discharged from the Army. He enrolled at Mills College in Oakland, California. He studied with the French composer Darius Milhouse, who was influenced by Igor Stravinsky. More on that Stravinsky influence later. Now it was 1946, and for three years, Brubeck was looking for work. Married and starting a family, he found work in Cooperative Octet based in San Francisco. Cooperative meaning there were several musicians, up to 20, both composers and guest musicians appear in the credits. Some examples are Cole Porter, Jerome Kern, and Paul Desmond. Our first song today is What Is This Thing Called Love? This is a 1929 popular song written by Cole Porter for the musical Wake Up and Dream. The song became a popular jazz standard. This song comes from the recordings of the Cooperative Octet. This album is a compilation of that octet's complete recorded output between 1946 and 1950, some 18 songs compiled by Fantasy Records and released as a 12-inch LP titled the Dave Brubeck Octet. That octet consists of Paul Desmond, alto sax, Jack Weeks on bass, Cal Jader on drums, William O. Smith on clarinet, Dave Brubeck on piano, Bob Collins on baritone sax, Dick Collins on trumpet, and David Van Crite on tenor sax. And now, what is this thing called love by the Dave Brubeck Octet? Thank you. 
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was What Is This Thing Called Love? Featuring Paul Desmond on alto sax, Dave Brubeck, piano, Bob Collins, baritone sax, and Dick Collins, trumpet. Our next song is Laura, an instrumental version of the popular song from 1945, originally composed by Johnny Mercer and David Raskin for the 1944 movie Laura. The song became a jazz standard and has been recorded over 400 times by some 50 different artists. And today there are several other newer songs with that same song title, Laura. This jazz instrumental version was recorded by the Dave Brubeck Octet in 1950. The song and the Octet's complete recordings from 1946 to 1950 were compiled into an LP and released by Fantasy Records in 1956. Octet members are Dave Brubeck, piano, Paul Desmond, alto sax, Jack Weeks, bass, Cal Jader, drums, William O. Smith, clarinet and baritone sax, Bob Collins, trombone, Dick Collins, trumpet, and David Van Kreit on tenor saxophone. And now, Laura, as performed by the Dave Brubeck Octet in 1950. Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio.
That was Laura, as performed by the Dave Brubeck Octet in 1950, and before that was What Is This Thing Called Love, recorded by the Octet in the late 1940s. Next up is I Found a New Baby, a popular song written by Jack Palmer and Spencer Williams. It was introduced by Clarence Williams' Blue Five in 1926, has been recorded by many artists, and is a popular jazz standard. This is special because it is a live recording of a solo performance by Dave Brubeck at his alma mater, the College of the Pacific in Stockton, California. It's December 1953. This is a wild rendition on piano by Brubeck, remembering that he was almost expelled by the school a decade earlier for poor sight reading skills. This performance must have opened some eyes of his faculty members. Dave Brubeck had become a star as a jazz musician and band leader. This is a short one minute 40 second performance, but the energy level is intense. Here is I Found a New Baby as performed by Dave Brubeck in 1953. Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was I Found a New Baby as performed by Dave Brubeck on piano in 1953. Next up is Blue Rondo a la Turk. In the 1950s, the U.S. State Department cultivated a group of jazz ambassadors whom they would send on tour around the world to demonstrate the American cool jazz culture. In 1958, they sent the Dave Brubeck Quartet to East Germany, Poland, Turkey, Afghanistan, India, Sri Lanka, Iran, and Iraq. The origin of Time Out and Blue Rondo a la Turk is very interesting. Walking around Istanbul one morning, Brubeck heard a group of street musicians playing an exotic rhythm that was fast and syncopated. It was in 9-8 time, 9 eighth notes per measure. This is not found in Western music. 
Upon asking the musicians where they got the rhythm, one replied, this rhythm is to us what blues is to you. Hence the title, Blue Rondo a la Turk. And the choice of rhythm was inspired by the Turkish Aksak time signatures. This Aksak rhythm goes like this. Rondo a la Turk also features pulses instead of rhythms, influenced from Stravinsky in Brubeck's post-war studies, incorporating pulsing music such as in Stravinsky's Rite of Spring. Blue Rondo a la Turk was released as Side B on a single, with the A-side being the hit song Take Five. It was recorded by the Dave Brubeck Quartet, with Brubeck on piano, Paul Desmond alto sax, Eugene Wright on bass, and Joe Morello on drums. These songs from the single were also released as an LP in 1959. This was the first jazz album to sell over one million copies. And now, without further ado, Blue Rondo a la Turk.
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was Blue Rondo a la Turk, recorded by the Dave Brubeck Quartet in 1959. For much of the pop and jazz music of the day, songs were generally two to three to four minutes in length. Blue Rondo clocks in at a hefty 6 minutes and 44 seconds of 9-8 axac time and pulsating rhythms reminiscent of Stravinsky's pulsating rite of spring. Blue Rondo was released as a single and was side B, with the flip side A being the hit song Take 5. Members of the Dave Brubeck Quartet on this recording are Dave Brubeck Piano, Paul Desmond Alto Sax, Eugene Wright Bass, and Joe Morello Drums. We can't play one side without playing the flip side. Our next song is Take Five, a jazz standard composed by saxophonist Paul Desmond and originally recorded by the Dave Brubeck Quartet for the album Time Out in 1959. Two years later, it became a surprise hit and the biggest selling jazz single ever. The piece still receives significant airplay. The single was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1996. Take Five, is known for its two-chord vamp, cool jazz saxophone melodies, great drum solo, and five-time, from which Dave Brubeck derived the song's name. The song is 644 in length and the de facto best example or standard for explaining 5-4 might be the song Take 5 itself. Today, if you hear the first few bars, it's instantly recognizable as Take 5. Here's an example of the 5-4 counting. Brubeck had first met Paul Desmond back when he was at Camp Han and in the Army Band. Paul Desmond appeared as a guest musician in the Cooperative Octet as well. So Dave Brubeck and Paul Desmond collaborated from 1945 at Camp Han all the way to 1976, some 29 years. So without further ado, here is Take Five. Thank you. 
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was Take 5 by the Dave Brubeck Quartet. Dave Brubeck Piano, Paul Desmond Alto Sax, and the composer of the song, Eugene Wright Bass, and Joe Morello Drums. Next up, we move forward to 1965 and this recording of the song and album titled Time In. This is the last of Brubeck's time recordings. This is also a departure from cool West Coast jazz. One can hear some more Stravinsky influence in the intro chords of the title song, Time In. Also, listen to the skill level on piano, much evolved since the 1940s. Time In is a studio album by Dave Brubeck Quartet and was released in 1966 on the Columbia label. The song length is 3 minutes and 57 seconds. Artists on this recording are Dave Brubeck, piano and composer, Paul Desmond, alto sax, Gene Wright, double bass, and Joe Morello, drums. So without any further delay, here is Time In by Dave Brubeck. Thank you. 
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was Time In from the album by the same name, 1966 by Dave Brubeck Quartet. Artists on this recording are Dave Brubeck, piano and composer. Paul Desmond, alto sax, Gene Wright, double bass, and very loudly and in the foreground on the drums, Joe Morello. And our final cut for today's podcast is 40 Days by Dave Brubeck, recorded in 1965 and released in 1966 on the Columbia label. Brubeck describes 40 Days theme as the 40 days of Jesus being led by the Spirit in the wilderness. He said, I wanted to get the feeling of the desert into the music. Once again, we hear 5-4 time on the bass. Brubeck considered 40 Days a religious work. It's 438 in length and the last cut on side one of Time In. Brubeck is 45 at the time of this recording. There's much more to cover on Dave Brubeck, who continued professionally into the 1980s and was with us until 2012 when he passed away at the age of 92. Here is 40 Days by Dave Brubeck.
Don't Touch That Dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations. With your host, Brian Frederick. Here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was 40 Days, composed by Dave Brubeck, a song he considered to be a religious work describing 40 days of wandering in the desert. From the LP, Time In. 1966. That's it for today's show, Dave Brubeck on Vinyl Vibrations. Stay subscribed for more episodes on this free podcast. That's today's show, Dave Brubeck on Vinyl Vibrations. I'm your host, Brian Frederick. Stay subscribed. Vinyl Vibrations. <laughs>